Josh, Zach, and Gerard, hosts of Omega Gents Talk, broadcasting live each week on Mondays at 8 p.m. Central from FBRN Studios in Bedford, Texas. Log on to hear the news, weather, sports, and our hot topic of the day. So be sure to log on each week on Monday at 8 to 9 p.m. Central to catch the Omega Gents Talk. Jump in! Hey, welcome back to the Omega Gents Talk. This is Zach. I'm Josh. And I'm Gerard. And today we have a very interesting lineup of uh, things to talk about and things to ask you all about. Starting with our sports topics. I know you all, you all heard about the Cowboys game, didn't you? But before I go ahead and talk about that, I'm going to thank our, our, uh, our sponsor for today, who is... Sa- our sponsor for today and for the rest of the for the rest of the fall of 2022, uh, our sponsor is Sandra Easter in honor of our grandchildren Anaya, Layla, and Noah. Back on to the Cowboys game. The Cowboys beat the Bears 20, 49 to twenty nine. Yeah, I saw a little bit about that game. See. Okay, but my Cowboys beat the Bears twenty nine to forty nine. This is the this is the first big scoring game that I've really seen in a good long time, if I had to say it myself. But the real question here is: Is Dak Prescott finally back? I think. Well, I mean, yeah, of course he's back, but I think he, you know he's been doing better than uh, people give him credit for. Yeah. Especially for someone yeah, who came off a major injury like that. Like, right. That's really good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, I, the New York Giants beat the Seattle. No, the New York Giants lost to the Seattle Seahawks 27-13, to which really makes me have to think, are the Giants actually as good as people think they are? They're like, oh, my gosh, the Giants, they're, they're – uh, they're six. They're six. They're six and one. Oh my gosh, we're going to the Super Bowl again. Well, oh, I mean, no. obviously every every fan of a team is going to be a little. Um, what's that word? Biased. Yeah, biased. <laughs> every every fan of a team is going to be a little bit biased, and you know, there's a little bit of a bias showing. But I think the Giants are as good as people say. I don't think. Well, I mean, obviously, there's like the outliers of people who think. They're the greatest team of all time or whatever. but Obviously, obviously. But I think the popular majority do have a correct take on the on the Giants for the See, most part. See, I'll give them credit where credit is due. They're really good. They're easily a playoff contending team this year. Like, deep playoffs. Possibly, mm. if I had to say the NFC Championship, they're going to lose. <laughs> they're not going to the Super Bowl. But they're definitely late playoff contenders this year. Uh, if what do you I think, Gerard? Yeah, I think that the Giants are doing pretty good this year, as well as um, the Cowboys. But my thing is, quarterbacks now, like the older generation of quarterbacks, Russell, Tom Brady, I think they're affecting their team more than they think they are because they're not doing as good as they used to at their younger ages. So I think if they go ahead and retire and let the new generation of college students and new recruits come in and take over, they could really make it somewhere. I agree. Right. Like for a great example, like you said, Tom Brady. Uh, well, he just needs to retire and finally really sit do, out. Yeah. Do you know that the not the Patriots? Look, look at me trying to think of old <laughs> memories. Oh my gosh! Uh, did you know that the Buccaneers are like the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are literally? Like, I don't. It, it it really pains me to say this, but Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This year, they are horrible. Definitely. I thought I'd never say that sentence in my entire life. Tom Brady and horrible in the same sentence. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think I think Tom Brady. Tom Brady's game has declined. It definitely is. Yeah, three severely. and five yeah. this year. The, the, you want to know what I think is funny? What's up? So years ago, I, I I'm pretty sure everybody remembers it. Twenty eight and three. That's the score in the first part of the Super Bowl when the Atlanta Falcons were facing off against the New England Patriots. Twenty eight and three. I want you to guess what team won. 
I mean, obviously the Patriots. But. <laughs> yes, they they the Falcons did what they do best and choked the game. But you know what I think is funny? Now now they're barely beating Tom Brady and I right. bet you all them Falcon fans are just absolutely wild. I, yeah. I mean, they're just <laughs> jumping up and down in their seats. They've been waiting for that for a while. They, they've been waiting for this moment for a good long time. But the Broncos beat the Jaguars 21-17. and 17. Jaguars aren't a very good team. I feel like Russell Wilson should have scored a lot higher. But at the end of the day, you really have to ask and think, is Russell Wilson still that guy? I mean, I'm a big Russell, Russell Wilson fan. Oh, here we go. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Here we go. I think, I think it just takes for him to be able to get the team involved like they need to, like he needs to. Like he needs to stop saying he, – he needs to stop worrying about Broncos country. Let's right, ride. Like, right. He no, needs he to needs be to more of a leader in the, in the locker room. Bronco – uh, Russell Wilson just wants to be a celebrity at this point. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it's gone to his head. Yeah, it, it's definitely gone to his head. I but feel like if he humbled himself and hunkered, uh, hunkered down, definitely he could he could still make a comeback. At the end of the day, you still have to have respect for him because even though he's uh, Russell Wilson's pretty corny now, <laughs> he's still he still has the twenty third highest career passing yards in the NFL. He's already surpassed all of Cowboys quarterbacks. You know that? Yeah. All of them. Yeah, that's what I'm he, saying. He's like, beat out Tony Romo. That's why I'm a big fan of him. Like, See, that's the thing. He's just a really well-rounded quarterback, and he's, I feel like any team re- could use him. At yeah. the end of the day, he's really good. Definitely one of the best, but he, he at the end of the day, he's old. <laughs> he, he's old. Yeah. No offense, Russell Wilson. I'd still take your autograph anytime, so like, <laughs> you can just reach out if you, if you want to. Give me an autograph. I'm not. I'm not trashing on you or anything. But the thing about it is, he's old, but he's not old at the same time. Yeah, he's in like that weird state where it's like he's he's not in his in his peak anymore. He he's washed, but he's not washed. He right. can choose to be washed, and he can choose to be not washed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a different story with Tom Brady because Tom Brady needs to retire. Well, yeah, it's because Tom Brady's game doesn't rely on athleticism as much as. Russell Wilson. It or really doesn't. Any player like Especially because uh, Russell Wilson is uh, a dual threat. Right, that's Russell what Russell Wilson is a dual threat quarterback. He can rush. He can throw. He can do really almost anything. That That's why he he was so good on the Seahawks with Marshawn Lynch and mm-hmm. everyone else. That's why they had so much success during that time. Right. But he doesn't have as much to work with anymore. Right. Once you start losing that a, first step, yeah, and I, that, I'm not saying after that, that athleticism goes out the way and you, and you don't have this Tom Brady esque uh, passing game, then eventually your game's going to suffer in the long run, you know? Right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Russell Wilson, in my personal opinion, he's that guy. He he he's that guy. He he went. He won a Super Bowl. He lost another one. Then he he he. You realize how much the the Broncos paid for him, right? Right. He finessed that entire team. But um. So what? Where would you have him in like your top? Whatever quarterbacks of all time. As far as quarterbacks, I usually go off of statistics, and then I could also go off of like like comeback ability. Uh-huh. Like Tom Brady is definitely number one. Peyton Manning's number two. Aaron Rodgers has to be number four. Big Ben is five, but Russell Wilson is an easy seven, in my opinion. Okay, okay. very easy. I, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I, I feel like seven. I have him a little bit higher, like five or six, but like I feel like seven's a little low. It's if you want to compare him with all the greats like Peyton Manning, well, like I'll say the Mannings because at the end of the day, Eli Manning has has um, a more, solid career. At the end of the day, people people forget that he's a two time Super Bowl champion. But um, I think. But next up, we're gonna get into our Super Bowl predictions right after we get back from break. But while we're on break, I would like to, for y'all to think about who do y'all think is the greatest quarterback in the nfl history actually give us your top three because i'm yeah. not trying to hear the words tom brady fifteen thousand <laughs> times in a row 
Call in at 214-431-5032. Yeah. So her BB's ting, yeah. Yeah. My side girl got a 5S with the screen crack. Still hit me back right away. Better not never hesitate. Don't come around, think you're getting saved. Trying to show the dogs brighter days. Got a toys trying to light the way. Biting everybody with your side riding. Cause your next album probably won't ever see the light of day. Have fans, but you let them down. But I guess that's how you getting down. I'm so high up, I'm like high, really getting down. I could never have a kid then be out here still keeping around, boys playing around. Where you really wanna take it now? I got $150,000 for an after party and I gave it to the killies just to break it down. Bring us up, I never take us down, but if you bring me up, then they might take it down. Fake with me back then, but it's getting hard for you to fake it now. Being rich when I'm 40, man, I'm trying to make it now. Michael Phelps with the swim moves. Michael Jordan with the tennis shoes. Quavo. I invented you. Mike Turner with the left hand. Griselda Blanco with the trap moves. Gangland with the right hand. Undertaker with the tattoos. Never listen to the classrooms. Switch it up to fit the last move. I'm a man if a bad. You got the going not sad. I fit the 50 on the chain. You spit your last 50. I got the key to the streets. You got the key to defeat. You got the key to the peace. Uh, Hell no. Never let it ride your wave. No. No way. No. Never let it ride your wave. No. No way. No. Hard to be just to ride the wave. Ten million dollars gotta hide the same. And we're back. Uh, so, for the next topic, we're going to get into our Super Bowl predictions. It's that time of the year again. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> we're getting close to it. All right. As far as the AFC, be for real. Just, uh, that's all I'm going to say. Y'all Chiefs fans, be for real. Y'all are not going to beat Josh Allen in the Bills. There's a Chiefs fan right there. Oh. I'm gonna find my oh. So I gotta let him talk his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all need to be for real. At the end of the day, we know one team. The Buffalo Bills are going to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. And it's very great. It, it, it's it's a good time. It's a good day. I'm a you know As far as the NFC though, that is where it gets confusing. Because right. there are cert there are maybe about four actual Super Bowl contenders within the entire conference. But uh wait, give me a second. Go back into the AFC. Uh I would like to talk about the Chiefs, you know. I was a huge fan of the Chiefs when Tyreek Hill was there. Uh I'm just a huge Tyreek Hill fan in general. When he went when he went over to uh Miami. I, you know, I'm kind of a Miami fan oh, now. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, so you followed the player rather than oh, the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like oh, when gosh. LeBron, before LeBron was on the Lakers, I was not a Laker fan. But um, when without 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 Tyreek Hill, y'all aren't doing that great, man. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's we different. We ain't got our our fast runner running up the sidelines, but right. we're gonna push through. I hope y'all can. You wanna know what's funny though? What's that? You said you're a Miami fan, right? Yeah, I, before fan. the season started, I was I was I was. I was you know, one of the big know, advocates of it's gonna be Dolphins funny going to when Aaron Rodgers passes up uh, Dan Marino in passing yards. It's going to be real funny. It's oh, going to yeah. be real f- I can't wait to hear <laughs> what y'all got to say. Well, technically, 14 years ago, Aaron Rodgers cheated. So, technically, Dan Marino is still number eight. But, no, no, I don't want to hear it. But, as far as the NFC, I could only see – Three teams actually making it. And as much as I don't want to sound 
like a like uh your stereotypical obnoxious Cowboys fan, that's what I'm gonna do. The Cowboys the are Cowboys legit are not going to the Super Bowl. They are not, legit they are not Super Bowl Super contenders. Bowl. No, we are not. in the big leagues at this point. Y'all say this every year, and then look what happens. Right, but right. have we been six and two every year? But look at the teams y'all have played. Y'all have they, y'all have an easy bro, y'all season. Yeah. Y'all have an thing easy about schedule the Eagles. Y'all can say the same thing about the Eagles, but no one wants to talk about that. Y'all have so an easy schedule. So we're just gonna leave it year. alone. They're not contenders. Who's your Who's your next two? Okay. Eagles, I'll give them that, and the Vikings. They have an easy schedule, but at the end of the day, your schedule, if you got an easy schedule, you're going to go if you beat the teams. I mean, at the end of the day, that it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I already know uh, out in San Francisco, those 49er fans are going crazy. <laughs> they beat the Rams. Oh, gosh. Just. Oh, gosh. They. Yeah. They finally got that. They they got their. They might they might not have been able to beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but they beat the Rams, and that's all that matters to them. Sure. So, um, as much as I want to say it, Jimmy Garoppolo is all right. He's all right in my book. Yeah. I mean, after years of being Tom Brady's backup, you probably don't get a lot of playing time. But he's I done like pretty he, good for, from what he has. Yeah, like I feel like. Being behind Tom Brady and in his in his shadow for you know Years. the prime of his career, like it's obviously going to be a hard to it's going to be hard to compare to that. But I feel like at the end of the day, without that I'm, comparison, he's he's doing pretty he's well for really himself. He's really the best backup quarterback that's become a quarterback. Oh, I'm not gonna say that because Tom Brady was a backup before. Oh yeah, he oh, was. I, he was a okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll say I'll say second. <laughs> I, Jimmy G, I'll give you a, I'll give you number two, guys. Yeah. Simply because I respect the team, I respect the grind. But <laughs> my Mavericks, oh, one fourteen yeah. to one hundred five. Praise the Lord, we ain't losing. Anyway, <laughs> but speaking of losing, oh my gosh, my boys Steph Curry and LeBron. What is happening to y'all? Oh yeah, the, the Lakers. Let's talk about the Lakers. They're a one in five. The I Lakers never are in my right now. life would have ever thought I would hear that. Despite them finally winning a game, I feel like they need to. Oh okay, I'm getting word that we just got a caller. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, caller. I'm here. Oh. I hear y'all talking about the uh, Cowboys. Yes. Because I love to call them the cowgirls. <laughs> All right. Do you really think they're going to have a chance at making the playoffs or are they going to be one and done again? They're going to be in the playoffs. They're, they're going to at playoffs. least be in the playoffs. They're going to be in the playoffs. I'll give them a chance. I'll give them a chance. I'll give them a chance. The far Y'all give them a win in one game? Yeah. See, I'm going to be really They're not going to make it to the Super Bowl. Run, but they're, I think they will be in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, they're going to get beaten. I, I see them easily making it to the NFC Championship. I see them making it. I, can I don't. See, but they're going to lose. They'll That's lose the in a very close score in the NFC Championship. I'm calling it. Okay. And okay. I, I'm calling it. They're going to lose very closely. Okay. And from now on, we're just going to. But I think the Cowboys. In all, but okay. In all honesty, the Cowboys. I'll let you continue to be delusional. All right. <laughs> You want to be that way? No, nah, I heard y'all was talking about the Lakers. Yes, yes the, Lakers. the Lakers are. That is my team, oh, but I think I'm LeBron sorry. has destroyed I'm the so team. You, you got the nerve to talk about my Cowboys when your team is one and five. <laughs> oh, I wish you would. Hey, hey, at least we won a championship since 1996. Mm. Mm. With LeBron. That is before you was born. Be for real, please. <laughs> be for real. I LeBron mean, is wild. Y'all have not. LeBron have y'all seen him win a championship? Actually, LeBron no. is playing at a MVP ball. level last season. <laughs> We have another caller. We have another caller. Caller, hello. Th- thank oh, you thank for you. calling. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, before, well, wait a no, minute. No. Back we, to the Lakers. Back to the Lakers. Oh no! How about how about we skip over the <laughs> over the very sensitive topics of football and basketball and go to the World Series? Okay. Game three of the World Series is tonight in Philadelphia. Who They're tied up right now, win? right? Uh, 
never mind. Oh, it's tomorrow. It's you just got rained out. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. That's unfortunate. But anyway, who do you think is gonna win? Cause I mean, <clears throat> Astros. I I want to. I obviously do want to say the Astros, but. So how about you do say the Astros? Yeah, That's it's definitely idea. Astros. Definitely. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Caller? I like to be the odd one out. We have a caller. Yeah. Oh. Hey, hey, guys, I wanted to comment on your uh, dialogue. I want to remind you that Aaron Rodgers was a backup, so you need to take Jimmy G out of that number two spot for the backup. <laughs> All right. Let's just drop him down to number five to be safe. Just in How case. About yeah. We're going to drop <laughs> yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. to be safe. Yeah, there's, there's quite a few people we could put ahead of Jimmy G that were backups before they became the starter. So, uh, yeah, he's definitely down the list. And then um, for your ranking of quarterbacks, I got to go with Brady Payton. And then you can put whatever you want that's after that. I'm it really doesn't matter. This is actually my number three. That's what, I'm, that's what I was going to say. Drew Brees is my number three. Okay. Tom Brady. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, the top two are non-debatable. Number three, we could talk about anybody you want at that point in time. Right. But I would tell you guys, don't sleep on Dan Marino. I know you made comments. You're, you're young. You, you never saw him play. Okay. And football was different in the 80s there. than it is now. Dan Marino was the man. He was. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that, that dude was different. Okay. You, have to, you just have to see it. Okay. Okay, yeah, I, I yeah it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of like the, the Jordan-LeBron debate, right? If you didn't see, see Jordan I, play see, live, it's just okay, not the same. I see same. what you're talking about now. I see what you're yeah. talking about. Because, yeah. like, a lot of people say it, it was legendary to go see Michael Jordan in a basketball game. It was legendary. Oh, my God. I was like, it can't be that serious. It's a basketball game. Have I you never seen him play? Definitely the greatest player of all time, but – I'm. I see where let me let me t- let me t- let me tell you this. I was in Chicago for business. Okay. This is at the old Chicago Stadium. I took a taxi to the stadium. I paid seventy five dollars for a standing room ticket behind a pillar to watch Michael Jordan play. It's pretty expensive. The, the, t- co- the ticket cost eight dollars. I paid seventy five dollars to stand behind the pillar and watch him play. Wow. That's how that's how real it was. Was it, how was it? Was it amazing? Oh, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Okay, I like I, see. Okay, I'll hear you. I don't know. I guess you really just had to see it. I, I feel like I, I like see seeing Jordan play back then is like seeing Luca play today. You know, or if you want to do football, seeing Tom Brady play in in this prime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. During in, during the back to back era, right? Like where right. he was winning Super Bowls back to back, and they were sick of hearing his name. So <laughs> they still are. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Let me throw one more out here, then I'll jump off the line for others. Right. Uh, think, think about a running back debate. Who, who's the best running back ever? Mm. The best? That's tough. Okay. It's, it's really not tough. It's, it's, it, it's one of two people, either Jim Brown or Barry Sanders, depending on how you want to go. Nobody else should even be in the conversation. I think it's Barry Sanders, and I don't think it's close. I yeah. think. Okay, it's Barry Sanders, I'll say it. What do you think? Joe? So yeah, but again, but that's another one, right? You're, you guys didn't get to watch him play live. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. It's just ridiculous. And I am a Cowboys fan, so go Cowboys! And yes, we're going to Super Bowl. I'm delusional. <laughs> okay. All right, All thank right. you for coming. Thank All right, guys. Coming. Thanks, man. We'll see you in February. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we're gonna have our commercial break, and then after that, we're gonna have my hot topics. You can get the biggest Chanel back in the store if you want it. I gave them the drill, they set it up, I got them on it. I bought a new paddock, I had to watch so I took tones. Taking these fuck, I'm gonna be up until the morning. That ain't your car, you just a Lisa, you don't own it. If I'm in the club, I got that fire when I'm performing. The back end just came in and I'll run. Files the Lord, cute, they all on us. I'm from Atlanta, we're young. Every other night another dollar getting made 
diamond dancing in the dollar, this is a parade I don't want your chain, I'm gon' want another slang I had that draw the line, too many f***ing insane TSA arrest me, so I took a private plane He like a while, I'm on my aim Drip too hard, too hard to the car Designer to the ground, I can balance by the name Drip too hard, caution on the floor You gon' f*** around and drown, try and ride in the way Drip too hard, don't stand too close You gon' f*** around and drown, off this way Stand too close, you up around and drown Off this way, doing all these shows I've been on the road, I don't care where I go Long as I get paid, bad little fire She been on my mind, soon as I get back She can stay, do this all the time This ain't no surprise, every other night Another movie get made And we're back The question I have for today, to today Is, do you think Halloween is about candy? And the costumes, or is it satanic? Okay. In my personal opinion, I think it's about the candy and costumes. Because you're definitely going to see a lot more uh, gathering free candy from people's houses activities than satanic activities. That's just in my personal opinion. I think, me personally, it's all about how you celebrate Halloween. Definitely. Yeah. If, like, if it, to you, it is just the candy and costumes, then that's... That's fine, but if it is like something satanic, then like if that's Halloween you know, is a little strange. It just depends on which way you look at it. In yeah. my yeah. opinion, if your typical Halloween is sacrificing rats in your basement. Then <laughs> yeah, that's a personal problem. I mean, that's just gonna be that, that, that's gonna be on you. Yeah, so. yeah. That's just that, that's just what it is. But yeah, like I said, I think it's just all about how you celebrate the holidays because you know. Like Christmas, it's about Jesus' birthday, but we also do, you know, Santa or whatnot. whatnot. That's true. That's yeah. True. So I think it's just all about how you celebrate it, really. Definitely. I agree. Uh, next up, we're going to get into my hot topics. My hot topic for today is the Duncanville situation. If you haven't heard yet, the Duncanville basketball team has been stripped of their has been stripped of their state title that they won last year or earlier this year. And the main reason being is because the star player, I don't want to get it wrong, Anthony Black. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the star player, Anthony Black, was had switched schools to go to Duncanville, which is against the rules of high school basketball you're not allowed to switch schools strictly for like the sports and what his his family are trying to argue is that the reason he did switch schools is because his stepdad is the coach of the team however that is more evidence against him in a way and it's just showing that he only went to that team because you know his stepdad is the coach and he could just get as many minutes as he wants and See, I don't think that if see I understand trying to defend it but I don't think that's the best way or nowhere near what you should have said yeah I because feel like they that, just put just saying there. like that's almost saying that uh let's say I'm the let's say I'm the president and then my son becomes the president and they're like well you're only the president because your dad was the president then it becomes shady activities you then know, it gets shady. That quick. did happen, actually. Yeah, that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> oh yeah. Like two multiple, right. two separate occasions. Okay. Well. The bushes. Uh, yeah, the bushes and the atoms. Yeah, that's right. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, like I said, I feel like it's a little fishy. It. I feel like this, the state championships being taken away I is think exaggeration. I think that's overkill. That's that's exaggeration. They, yeah, they I didn't have they, to take it after a whole year. And they banned the um, girls the, the girls team from going to the playoffs. I thought that was that's not their fault at all. That, it really that's they weren't even involved, that, right? That, so, something tells me that the chairman of that board is like from DeSoto or something. Some, <laughs> some something's hinting at some. They beat me in the state championship. Now I can get my revenge. Right, right. Like, <laughs> but you also have to look at his rules of rules because they Yo. did break the rules. I mean, but at rules the same time, I feel, like, hurting the I feel like Anthony should be punished 
specifically and not the team. Not the team, yeah. Because right. at the end of the day, it was Anthony's fault and not the team's fault. So I don't understand why the team is taking the entire blame for it. And the girls' team, who had right. nothing who to do with really Anthony didn't Black have in general. Anything to do with, it would be different if, like, they had the same coach because I could see how the coach would be implanting into this mm -hmm. because they said, "Well, the the coach is his stepdad." Like, I, I I see exactly where the coach is in this, so it would be different if they were coached by the same person because they would be like, "Okay, maybe he's been doing the same thing on the girls' team," but there's no evidence that even goes to show that. Right. So. I think uh, removing their state title was overkill, but I think that it was necessary for uh, Anthony and the coach, too, to learn their lesson. Right. And I'm looking at this article right now, and I'm not really seeing anything that happened negatively towards His Anthony career? Black's stepdad, uh, like the coach. I'm not seeing anything really negative about his career. Draw, do you know anything? That I saw one of the coaches got suspended for a year, but that's all I saw. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think really anything, it's more just like a slap on the wrist at the end of the day, yeah, which definitely. is kind of weird if like the coach who's pretty much it was his fault, it, it kind of was, uh, pretty much just gets a slap on the wrist, but the team who had nothing to do with that gets their championship taken away. Especially the seniors. I feel bad for them because this was their last year to yeah. ball out and now right. that's been affected towards yeah, like well, Anthony Black's one of all I have Arkansas. to say, at least it seems that Anthony is doing fine because I remember the article said that he, he got drafted by the University of Arkansas. Not drafted. Well, not drafted. Yeah. But, yeah, so like he's playing college ball. Yeah, yeah, he's playing college ball. He'll be fine. I'm, Which, I'm sure you know, I, I'm still rooting for him. I hope everything I'm sure goes we'll well see for him. him. In the finals in a couple I, years. I'm sure we'll see him in the NBA in a couple of years. Um, hey, ain't that, that boy from Duncanville who got in trouble? But, but speaking of Duncanville and the District of Doom, I want to introduce our I I want to introduce our uh, special guest, Mr. Jeremy Watkins. He is number twenty one for the Cedar Hill High School basketball team. And we will be talking we'll talking we'll be interviewing him after a commercial. Make you have to use your last resort and pull a robbery Pride be the reason for the family dichotomy Got uncles and some aunties that's too proud to give apology Slowly realizing what the root of all my problems be It got me feeling different when somebody said it proud of me Pride is a devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil Jeremy Jeremy Watkins And we're live uh, and we're back with our our special guest, Mr. Jeremy Watkins. It's good to be here. Good to be here. Uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on. Of course. Of course. Um, first question, what position do you like playing the most, and what position do you want to play in college? Uh, right now, I see my current favorite position more small forward. You know, I like okay. to handle the ball. Hmm. I like to shoot it a little bit. I feel like uh, my, my skill set allows me to do that, so I, I work on it, so. What exactly about the small forward position that is it that interests you? Uh, like I said, I get to be out on the wing a little more, but it gives it gives me freedom to, you know, play play my offensive game. You know, I feel like I have a lot of skill set, a lot of things like tools in my skill set that mm -hmm. I can do. So 
it just it, it depends, you know, because sometimes I do like to get down there and bang with mismatches and stuff like that. So uh, it's just about what the game game, game gives me, honestly. Okay. Mean, whatever, whoever whoever's on me. I mean, they, you know, I don't feel like anyone can guard me. So. What college do you think you're you will be going to? Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, some schools. I, I have a little suggestion. As a bona fide Arkansas Razorbacks fan, mm. we made it to the we made it to the um, Elite Eight last year. I, I I'm sure we could use your help. Arkansas, I'm, I'm, yeah. Now Arkansas, yes. I will, they are looking good this year, right here, right now. Right. I'm are, sure they, we could they, use your help. Yeah, they they had a uh, the best freshman class coming in. You know, they were ranked on all the polls. But that's funny you say Arkansas because I, I went down to a, a Arkansas Palm Bluff camp. And then that coach, I got some, I got some uh, connections up there and things like that. Southern Arkansas University, some of I those coaches. So. My, um, um, part of my family is from down mm-hmm. in, over there. Yeah, uh, Magnolia, that Magnolia area. So it's it's a couple, you know. Wanted to. Contact oh, we have a caller. Oh, we actually have a caller calling in. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Marcus. Hey, how you how doing? How you doing? All right. Well, well I'm, I'm sorry. I was trying to hear you guys online. I couldn't. What are you talking about right now? Oh, we're, uh, we have our, our guest, Jeremy Watkins. Uh, he plays for the Cedar Hill High School basketball team. Yes, sir. Okay. So what position does he play? Uh, He's the small forward, you said, right? Yes, sir. Small forward. Well, how, how, how tall are you? 6'5". Oh, okay. So you're real small forward. Yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, so what do your stats look like this year? Oh, uh, well, well, last year I, I averaged uh, 11 points, Four rebounds, I think two assists. So, yeah, I'm looking to build on that this year. Quick question. Would you so, have, have y'all had any games this year already? Uh, just a couple of pre-assessment games, some uh, some tournaments uh, in different places, but no, no real preseason games yet. And what what classification are you? Uh, class what year? Class 2023. This is my last year right here, my senior. See, like I said, we could use you. Okay. <laughs> so, what, what do you want to do after this? This, this right here at the high school? Uh, I'm looking to play in college and study things in the sports medicine. Uh, I, I'm looking to become a sports psychologist, so that's something I was very interested in doing. But, awesome. Uh, Where do you want to go to school at? I'm not 100% sure yet. Uh, a couple of schools are looking at me for basketball. Uh, so, I mean, whoever gives me the most money, that's where I'm looking to Quick question, though. Uh, where would you say you like to score from the most? Like, I really like in the paint uh, from three specifically uh, from where from three you know man I I really like getting to the basket man that's that's yeah. something because I feel like when I get there uh, my athleticism helps me finish yeah. up a lot of defenders uh you know you it's one thing to be tall tall you know like taller than me because typically I am uh, outsized when I get down there but it's another thing to to you know be able to finish I mean if you can finish you can finish over uh, almost anyone so I, I like getting to the basket you know utilizing floaters and stuff off the glass and. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's like your go-to move? You know. Uh, I don't think we're supposed to be saying that. Oh yeah. Hey. If I gave away the secrets, then they're yeah. gonna stop me, man. You know, if I gave away the secrets, <laughs> but uh, I, I really like I, I like between a le- it's like a between a leg uh, hesitation. Yeah. Get that's my, people. That's they, my favorite move. Yeah, they, they get fro. It freezes defenders all the time. But yeah. And I can't say I can't say all my moves. Man. You're right. You're right. You're gonna stop me, man. You're gonna stop me, man. Now, besides yeah. just playing um, practice at your school, how do you develop your skills outside of school? What's your routine, and like, do you go to trainings? Oh uh, well, I typically I like to get shots up because I have a, a, a actual goal in my backyard, like a, um, a NBA style goal in my backyard. So I like to get up shots, um, fifty from one spot, fifty from another spot, things like that. But you know, I, obviously, it's more than just shooting. So ball handling, things like that. I got cones. I have a my 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 dad actually made a uh, when we were going on the quarantines and things like that. He, we kind of got our own weight room and things like that. So we kind of, I, I, it's it's different. I work on different aspects of my game, but I, I like to do them uh, really after school because we get out early. We okay. practice at six a.m. So, you know, when we get in, I, you got to get in where you fit in. So, I see it. you know, I see it. I, I respect the grind. Yeah, I man. You know, it. get in the gym when you can. How difficult would you say it is juggling sports and school? Man, it's. To be honest, it, it's been di- it's, it's difficult, but if you had the right mindset, you can do it. Right. It's, it's about staying consistent, being disciplined. I mean, it's been plenty of times where I wake up and you know don't feel like going to practice, and then knowing you have a whole day of school ahead of you. I mean, it, it, it does take a toll on you mentally, but that's where the resilience comes in. And uh, you know, I take I I take all a, I take almost all AP classes and honor classes. So it's not like it's not like I just have the easier classes. So 
But you know, it's 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 about your approach. If you if you come with a positive mindset that you're gonna take care of business in the classroom, uh, ultimately manifest itself on the court. So, okay. I have one question. How do you feel playing in like against teams that have won back to back to back yeah. to back to back state championships? Yeah, it's it. Like, it, how do you feel playing against them? It is definitely an experience you won't get playing any other team. It's I mean, when they when you get on the court with them, they move at a different speed. You know, my coach mm-hmm. says that uh, it's 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 good, and then there's elite. We yeah. play elite every night. We we in the we in what's called the district of doom. So every night you go into teams like that, and then uh, but team the I knew the team you were referring to, Duncanville. They they just I mean, it's like they just move like you. It's like you know, it's like you're you're sprinting full speed, and it seems like they're jogging. They're moving at a different speed. So it's it's it took some getting used to. Yeah, but ultimately, when you you know, like work on your game, it does. Like, how do you feel when you like when you walk in the like when you walk in the uh, when when you walk in the gym and yeah. you look at them and you're like, oh my god, he's yeah, gonna like, be in the NBA. Do you, yeah. do you ever like watch them warm up like and you just like get nervous? nervous yeah, nah, you I, I you know I gotta I, I I gotta keep my best you know impression. I'm locked in in the game, but mm. you when you dunk when you you know do a normal dunk, you turn around and they between the legs it does kind of open your eyes up because. That, like for instance, last year their tallest—I mean their shortest starter was six foot six. We're a small, we're a small team. I'm the tallest starter at six foot five. Man. So it was kind of you know it, it 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 opens your eyes. But I mean I knew what I was going into. I know a couple of the guys over there uh, through just the basketball, you know, playing in the summer stuff like that. So those those guys those guys are good. But I mean, you know, you got we got confidence in our own self too. So right, right. Yeah, now when you're playing teams like that, um, good teams, mm-hmm. how do you and your teammates get together and say we got to focus on the game and not the other team? Like how do y'all keep ourselves focused and motivated throughout the game? I mean, just like you said, we it's it's more of a when you play teams like that, you got to strategically block out all the noise. That 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 crowd that was the loudest crowd I've ever played against. So in moments like that, that's when you got to realize you're in the game. You have to play the game for your teammates, you and your teammates. Uh, you got to lock in on this. At the end of the day, they're humans as well. So, you know, that you, you give yourself a chance when you don't just defeat yourself in the beginning. So, Yeah, like, would you would you say, like, that's the loudest crowd you've ever played against? Loudest ever. I mean, yeah. I... Did it, like, I, affect affect your play at all? Or it, it actually, it like, I would say it actually elevated my play. Uh, I hit the really? first... I hit the first three of the game. Like, it was... we we They came down and scored. I had the first three of the game and I couldn't hear myself think. It was it was like, and and after that I just wanted to keep. I just kept going. I got hungry for more because you know hearing the crowd it, it kind of gives you energy, momentum boost. So it it was that was the loudest crowd I ever played against. I will say that. And then uh, ultimately I feel like it. Like it speaking elevated. of like loud crowds and stuff, mm-hmm. like that happening to you. Like that really makes you think about NBA players, and they're yeah. like, they they're they're not going through all yeah. that. Yeah, I know it can't be mm-hmm. that bad. Like, but then you're playing against the crowd of like a thousand, yeah. and then it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. and it's going to you, and then you realize they're playing against twenty thousand, like twenty thousand people. Mm-hmm. Like, but the um that one year in the playoffs when it was uh, Ben Simmons versus uh, the Hawks or whatever, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Everybody wants to get on Ben Simmons, you know. Mm-hmm. Can't you can't he can't hit a shot even if he's one hundred percent open. But yep. when you have a crowd of like tens of thousands exactly. screaming, exactly, it is tough to hit a shot. Oh yeah. And then when you realize that in like college, like when you get to the finals, like you're playing in NFL stadiums, mm-hmm. right? Like there have been multiple occasions where they've been held in the Superdome. They've been held at AT and T Stadium. You have to think seventy thousand, eighty thousand, one hundred. You have exactly. to think about that. Yeah, like you said, you, realize you said Duncanville was the loudest crowd you ever been to. Could you imagine having to play in the NBA Finals? Oh no, where it's like a sold out crowd. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, we it was hecklers at that game. We were at home. It was still people across. They, they their stands were sold out. <laughs> Eight people talking trash. Oh, you not twenty one. You not this twenty one. You not that. You not. You not. You don't got it like that. You don't got. It. I mean, I, and I'm playing good, and they still heckling you. So I couldn't imagine. A whole entire stadium, and like right. I said, we were at home, and they they came out to support that team. And uh, I mean, of course, we had our side too. But I mean, man, I couldn't imagine seventy thousand people, fifty thousand there, you know, talking about you while you're playing. I mean, yeah. That, so I feel like it's like you know, easy to just get onto NBA players for yeah, not playing right. up to yeah, you expectation. Just think but yep. 
Until the fact that they can what do doing, anything. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But you're just thinking on the basketball side. You're not even thinking about all the other elements that's going on. So right. it's it's. But I mean, it's it's a lot of it's mental. Again, if you can block that noise out and just you know stay true to your game, then it is what it is. But you know, not everyone has the type of mental toughness. So right, you know. Now, do you have a player who I can say most inspired you, or you followed after their footsteps? Um. Well, right now, or early, you know, my players have shifted like over throughout the years as my game has grown. Uh, at most at this current moment is Brandon Ingram is my. Is my favorite player, but I watched some of your highlights. That jump shot, it does look like yeah. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram is one of my is one of my because he the way he elevates over his defenders. I feel like with me getting a lot of those mismatches, those those um, opportunities are there. So he kind of does it all. I mean, he, he can pass the ball too. He's not you know one dimensional. So I, Brandon Ingram and Paul George as well. That Paul George is another player because he plays both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. One of the best. I mean, you can put him on the best player, and then go tell him to get a bucket. So. And those those two players right there, those are my main like you know, two players I really look up to. So like a lot of people are like yeah. oh, I'm gonna look up to the best the the multi, the multiple time MVP, yeah. but you need to pay attention yeah. Who fits to your what style. they actually yeah. do. Exactly, you need mm-hmm. to pay attention to that because some you might be five eleven talking about playing like LeBron. I mean, like, it's like you know, be for real. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you know, it's, it's it's what you feel as, as though you can do. What best what player best fits your mode of player? So. But I think for now we're going to go ahead and wrap it up and go out to commercial. Um, after we get back from commercial break, we'll have y'all ask any questions for Jeremy. If you want to call in, our number is 214-431-5032. Yeah. Life, life is the only thing we need They need me to go, but I don't wanna leave Rest in peace, Lil' Keith Pigeonhole, I'm a night out, it's a different mode I'ma have to make a pain of six on a pinky toe Heard you with a shooting guard, just let it know I would have your court side, not the middle row All good love in a minute though I can't stress about no cause I'm a timid soul Plus I'm cooking up ambition on the kitchen stove Pots start to bubble, see the suds, that good to go Say I'm suave, but I can't get recold Bro, think he John Wayne, I bought them yellow stones Love the way they hang, babe The silicone, everybody fake now You could crack the code, bust down everything And we're back And just, just, just in case you missed it We're here with Jeremy Watkins uh, he's six five, and he's a shoot, and he's a small forward for the, for the uh, Cedar Hill High or School. Cedar Hill, sorry, I said Dunkinville. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, y'all have any more questions? Or uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So the teams you played um, against in conference, have you ever played with them on any AAU teams or anything like that? Uh, well, this previous summer, we I've most recently played with. Uh, I was actually on the team with. A couple of the teams. I don't not we don't play them in conference conference per se, but we play them like in preseason. Like for instance, I played my AU teammate last week in a tournament, and you know I, we beat them, so I had all the bragging rights. But there's been a couple of players I played with in conference. Uh, when I was younger, especially, I played with a lot of them. Uh, a couple of dudes, like I said earlier, that go to Duncanville. I know them from basketball, and I played with them while I was younger. So um, yeah, I play those dudes now. You know, we we joke around and stuff. Now we good good friends, and so. Yeah, it's always fun playing those guys. I feel like it's always hard to play against somebody who knows your game. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like they can lock yeah. me down. I mean, it's like, it's like you, like, you play with me long enough, you know, you know what I'm about to do. You know, right? I mean, it's, it's tough. It's fun, but it's fun though. Yeah. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Have you like? Do you know any players that like are in college now, like at uh, Arkansas or Texas or like uh, mm-hmm. like all those places? Do you know like know anyone? Uh, I do actually. Uh, a couple of players. Uh, let me think. First, I went to a camp. Oh, when, I, when I was in eighth grade, I was in, I was in, I went to a camp. Uh, I was the youngest there, and then my coach he, was, he just wanted me to go for the exposure to see what it was and things like that. And I was on the team with uh, I don't know y'all know Keontae George. He's at Baylor. He's a top five freshman this year. He's at Baylor, and uh, I've heard name yeah, he's looking to be. He, they say he's going. He, he's looking to be a lottery pick in this upcoming draft. So yeah, I played with him. It was that's probably why didn't Baylor right. win uh, like the didn't Baylor win the final four like no. 
I don't remember if they no, did like or not, just but maybe a couple years ago. Yeah, it was. I, a, feel I, like I, I know you're talking about. I think, see, I like, but yeah, yeah, because I, I feel like I've heard that name before. That other coming draft class is going to be crazy. Yeah, that that lot a lot of a lot of talented players in that draft. Have you seen uh, like the highlights of Victor Webinyama? He's like 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 LeBron. He's like an alien, man. I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, like it just you, doesn't make sense. He should not be moving that fluid. At seven foot three, right? Because like I'm watching you know, these, I'm watching these highlights, and I'm just thinking to myself, like how, how do you have that much skill yeah, at mean, that height? I mean, he does everything on both sides of the on both sides of the ball. I mean, he, he got just, like six blocks. Yeah, he gets six blocks, six three, like at seven three. Like that's not that's never been heard of. Yeah, before. that's not normal. Like that's. Not I feel normal. like at this, like the NBA is just going to be a race for the bottom, yeah. so they can get one the lottery yeah. pick. But yeah, some team OKC, I know they. They, you know, they look good, but, you know. Yeah. Do you have any, like, uh, social media you want people to follow? Uh, Yeah. We, uh, My Instagram is underscore J3R3MY. And then my Twitter is the same thing, uh, underscore J3R3MY. So. Yeah. Uh, thank you for ha- uh, coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, we actually have a caller. Mm-hmm. Are you there? Hello? Yeah, we can hear yeah. you. Fine. You can hear you. Are we on the air? Yes, sir. Oh, well, I just want to first of all congratulate all of you young men for being so professional in what you're doing. And that one young man from who's sitting in the center, the interviewer, uh, tell him he's earned an extra piece of chicken at the next dinner. <laughs> <laughs> thank Just you, that thank you. Okay. All right, <laughs> Uncle Wayne. I can yeah. hear you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a professional right. yeah. environment. Hey, hey nephew. <laughs> and you guys, you guys cannot leave Joe Montana off the all-time quarterback list. Oh, I knew this was coming. Oh man, that is Montana. It's good. Well, we were talking about earlier, like uh, our top three quarterbacks of all time. Mm-hmm. Who do, who's your who's your top three? No, give us your top five. I'll talk about it. Joe, Montana, Joe Montana. I do like Dan Marino and Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. Okay, okay. His li- <laughs> okay, that list is very valid. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll switch it up. I'll tell the young man who's playing basketball to see the hill. Keep moving forward and good luck to him. Thank you. Thank you. All right. But yeah, I, I think it's time we wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, to support. Oh, Jeremy, thank you so much for coming on. Again, thank you for having me. I I, I really enjoyed myself today. Yeah. Uh, If you would like to... Oh, actually, would you like to say the sponsor part? Yes, I would like to say our sponsor today because I kind of messed it up last time. (laughs) Our sponsor for today is Sandra Easter in honor of her grandchildren, Anaya, Layla, and Noah. Go to our website, seeitthrough.org, and select the Donate tab and choose Omega Gents Talk. That is S-E-I-T-T-H-R-U.org. Uh, thank you all for calling in. Thank you. And everybody has a nice, everybody has a nice night.